Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Well, free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Friday edition of the Eagle Hour. Back on the road again. We're at Buzzy's Tacos on Hardy Street, right across the street from the USM campus. Luke, Kelly, Michael, Bob, Dalton back at the First Bank Studio in Hattiesburg. But again, here at Buzzy's Taco, just had a great lunch. Looking forward to the next hour. We're going to have Josh Hosfauer on the show, who's a former Golden Eagle baseball star and one of the owners of this fine establishment, along with Justin Harris, who is also an owner of the restaurant as well. Glad to be back down here. Encourage everybody that uh, enjoys a great atmosphere and some great food to come down here. Michael and I got here at about, what, 1130? Yeah. Kelly was already eating, so Kelly, we'll start with you. <laughs> he was done. He was almost done. <laughs> Well, let me tell you about the new queso dip they have here. Uh, All right, it is a it is a Corona beer based. Now, obviously, they they take all the alcohol out of it, but it's a Corona based uh, queso dip. So, I mean, if you like queso, you need to try that. They've also got catering now at Fuzzy's. So, you know, big or small event. You know, you got fantasy football drafts coming up later on this summer. Great location right here at Midtown, right across from campus. Great atmosphere down here in Midtown. Boy, it really is. It's really active and pretty down here. Isn't it? Yeah, and, and on, on really nice days, they'll roll up the garage door over here so you get a nice cross breeze from, from off the street and people kind of, you know, wandering around the Midtown area. Now, Luke had three pounds of nachos when he got here. How were those? Brisket nachos. And good? Michael has had those before, and they were they're excellent. I mean, you get about two or three different types of cheeses on there. The brisket's uh, really, really Season well, tastes good. That's usually when I come to Fuzzies. Like that's what I that's what I get every time. And I'm a portion guy. I know you might find it hard to believe, but I, that's the uh, thing. No, we know the kind of portion. <laughs> okay. no, a big portion. A I like portion. those big portions, and and they're they're plenty, plentiful here. So and I had a plate full too. Yeah, fish tacos. That's what you had. Wow, yeah, very good, very like, good. Last yeah. week, you guys a postscript to one of the guests we had, Cassidy Varnado. The young lady uh, from from Southern Miss who tried out for the Saint Stations. We are pleased to report that she made the team again this year. Who that? Yeah. So uh, congratulations to Cassidy Varnado, again a member of the 2019 now Saint Stations. All right, we're a day away, and uh, we're going to be talking more about the restaurant later. And as we said, we had great guests today. We're looking forward to talking to those guys. Going to review Conference USA baseball. We're going to get uh, Josh in here to do picks with us. He he'll know a lot about baseball, professional and. Uh, uh, Amateur baseball player and a coach as well. Yeah, and what's cool about Josh and guys like Paul Mahalam and some of the other guys that have played in the bigs, they're all coaching little kids now. I know out in the Oak Grove Optimus Park there. So they're giving back to the community. These guys have played the game at the very highest level and are coaching, you know, nine and ten year old kids. So I think that's great that they give back. All right. The dust has settled a little bit, Luke, uh, from yesterday's announcement by Doc Sadler. Uh, now the speculation begins. Jay Ladner's name continues to come up, and I understand that a pretty prominent figure in uh, Southern Miss uh, posted on social media voicing support for that hire. So uh, 
I don't know. Where do you see it going? Um, here's the thing. It needs to be Jeremy McLean's hire. Um, I think Dr. Bennett made that clear when you bring in a guy like that. Didn't really know if Jeremy knew that he was going to be hired a basketball coach in the first week. But uh, he made a good hire at Troy. And uh, I think yesterday, Patrick, or you, and you and Bob, uh, Bob, you were joking about how he didn't know he was going to start. He thought he was starting July the 1st. Right. He's starting now. So when you look at it, Ladner, um, I think, let's, let's be honest, I don't know if Clarence Weatherspoon is ready to be a head coach, okay? And that's, that's not anything at him. I think if he's not your head coach, he must be retained and put as your associate head coach. He has to. Um, for for recruiting sake, for tradition sake, for an understanding of that, you would hope that he would jive with you know whoever's going to come in as the head coach. But I think Spoon needs to stay on staff in a big way. And you know we never asked the question yet yesterday: Does Clarence Weatherspoon even want the job? That's a good question. Yeah. You know, I mean, he doesn't need the money. No, you right. know, and God bless him that he doesn't need the money. Right. So so maybe Spoon will wait and see if it if it is indeed not Clarence Weatherspoon. Maybe Spoon will take the approach of, well, let me let me see, you know, who it is. Let me see if we can work it out. And if not, I'll just, you know, work behind the scenes where I go to the house. Or we all agree that there is no more iconic name uh, in Southern Miss basketball history than Clarence Weatherspoon. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's one of those things where you look at uh, what became apparent from the press conference yesterday was this wasn't a spur-of-the-moment decision by Doc. Had nothing to do with the new athletic That's director. Right. Um, he just, you know, I think he, he wants to uh, just coach basketball. He didn't want to have to deal with the overhead of being a head coach. Exactly, I think that's, that's what you heard. That's exactly what he said. That's exactly what he said. But let's also let's be further honest when we say it's always better to get rid of plan A if you have a plan B. Right. So I think the discussions with Fred Hoiberg probably had been taking place you know, whether they want to admit it or not, it's just logic would he's dictate. In, he's in Lincoln, Nebraska right, right now. They didn't take long. Should, should mention the fact that they, they put this, you know, the, the time frame that was starting out was about 10 days, you know, for the hire. You've had two decommits in the last 24 hours. Now, I think they were a couple guys that were one of like our top, you know, commit. But that, that's a realistic deal right here at signing day. Um, guys open their recruitment back up, and so I think Jeremy McLean knows that dynamic. He wants to have a guy in place pretty quick. Could they recommit? Yeah, they can. You know, so they can. So that might might be politically the safe play. You know, is to decommit, right? Um, and until later, you know, but then if they can recommit, you know, no harm, no foul, no pun intended. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll certainly keep our listeners uh, up to date when we hear stuff. Also on the uh, map is spring football uh, game tomorrow, eleven thirty. Team right. Collier versus Team Four. Right. What do you want? What do you want to see in a spring football game, Luke? You want to see guys that you you want to look for the, the names that you know. You want to see at least uh, what you've seen plus more. You want to see a lot of names that get you excited about guys you haven't seen. So guys uh, like tomorrow, they're going to see this. He's a freshman. He's on campus. We had several freshmen that went ahead and enrolled. You know, they signed in December. Chris Krugs Jr. Receiver. You know, they want to see some stuff out of him. His name's been coming up. This Perkins kid that walked home from Northwest Community College running back, they want to see that. I think what they want to see out of the offense is the ability to run the football. That's what they want to see. And I think what you'll see tomorrow is as much as Jack will throw it around, I think you will you will see a dedicated run game. Coach Falker's been really, you know, hardcore on that. We have to run the football. You look at your O-line coach, who was an offensive coordinator last year, his run offense at and Alcorn was, was third nationally in their division. So I think there's going to be 
if you're if you're a former offensive coordinator, you come in as an offensive lineman and you can't run the football, like that's a personal insult. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's what you want to see tomorrow. Are they shaping it up? Are they taking more vertical threats? Has how has the, the offense evolved? I think though at the same time though they'll they'll pull it back a little bit. They won't show everything, obviously. Um, because Faulkner's coming in and and uh and they've only had what? It's been what? Five, six weeks that they've had to, to learn no. no bubble screens, right? Please don't let us. Yeah, we hope not. <laughs> and I know play one, play one tomorrow. I, bubble screen. I yeah. know this would never happen, obviously, but just for one series. You say it's Team Favre against Team Collier. One series, Reggie quarterback in one team, Brett quarterback in the other. Just one series. Let the old guys get out there and be great. I'm uh, back on the field. It'd be cool. Just, <laughs> just one time. You know? you know what? You know what? Tim's grandkids told us on the Eagle Hour the other day. Reggie quoted them. Hey, who's this guy on this YouTube? That ain't you. <laughs> He's he's fast. You fat. <laughs> uh, out of the mouths of babes, you know. But they too will be there one right. Greatest golden eagle in history, in my humble opinion, number ten, Reggie. And I'm going to be any better for what he. Well, what he mentioned the program at the time, Ross. Right. But you could certainly make an argument for Brett Favre. I'm talking about college quarterbacks. I don't mean, know. I know. Yeah. Oh well, Brett Favre still there. I think he was a great quarterback, no question. But Reggie Collier, Kevin Bentley, man, Kevin Bentley is the greatest quarterback. Reggie Collier was twenty years ahead of his time. He is absolutely Cam Newton of his era. Yeah, and it had the thinking in professional football than then what it is now. Reggie Collier would have been a, probably an All Pro quarterback and did play in the National Football League. Correct. You know, so. correct. Certainly, an argument can be made either way. But yeah. Players give a hundred percent during spring games. The kickers always did. I'm sure. But see, we were in such a great did opportunity. Did you all have to participate in this? Yes, season? we participated. Oh, okay. Yes, but we were. But me and Michaela would kick for both teams, so we would always eat the winner's meal after. It didn't matter, you know. Oh, yeah, well, we would get to do it no matter what. Did y'all have to practice at all during yes, spring? Yes, we did. There is a actual. There's an actual urban legend. It was before I got there. It was in the late 90s when they, two out of three years, they won the conference championship. One day during spring training, the kickers left early and went and uh, canoed down the Okotoma River and never came back. So, I'm not surprised. Are you, Michael? Nope. Well, you, no. nope. You, you think they yeah. left, but could it be that they've never been there? <laughs> Did they hear banjo music? <laughs> <laughs> I see what you, all did. See what you did there. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, the the three children here were uh, reminiscing about Star Wars. Up <laughs> yeah. All right, we're going to a commercial break. When we come back, Justin Harris is going to join us. We're broadcasting live today from Fuzzy's Tacos on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg, and we will be right back. Southern Miss to the top. 
Hey, welcome back, everybody. Glad you're with us on the Eagle Hour this afternoon, broadcasting live this afternoon from Buzzy's Tacos here in downtown, midtown Hattiesburg, I guess I should say. And uh, we're very, very happy to be here. Dawson back at the First Bank Studios. Uh, Kelly, Luke, Michael, and I all here at Buzzy's. And we're joined by one of the owners of this uh, great restaurant, Justin Harris. And uh, first of all, Justin, thanks a lot, man, for having us down here. Yes, sir. Thanks for having us. Thanks for coming down here and having us on and giving us a chance to uh, talk about, uh, obviously, USM and Fuzzy Taco Shop here in Hattiesburg. Thank you. You just started catering now, too, Justin. Tell us what's going on. Yes, sir. We can do catering for any group, any size. Uh, Usually a minimum of $100. We'll deliver it. We'll bring it. We'll set it up. Uh, We can stay, serve it. Whatever you need, but we got the fajita bars, taco bars, just any uh, options that uh, anybody needs, and then we can uh, custom arrange uh, any kind of option needed to fit uh, any event. Now, so. And some things that, that the students find particular, the students at Southern Miss right across the street here find popular is you guys have just instituted trivia now also on Wednesday night, which seems to be all the rage, but Wednesday night trivia here at Fuzzies. Yes, sir, Wednesday night uh, with... Uh, it's a pub hole that uh, we're using. It's, it's like a family feud uh, game that's set up as opposed to just your normal straight trivia, so it's a little twist on that. It's been really successful, uh, really a good time. So, it's you know, it's your most popular answer to 100 surveyed folks or whatever, so it's not just, you know, there's not a black and white answer. So it creates some some uh, some interesting uh, answers, and it creates, uh, you know, a really good time because you never really – sure what the exact answer is so it gives the college kids a chance to come over here and have a good time and we do have some other adults uh you know are working people that come so it's really for all ages yeah one of the things that i got to sample today was the new corona-based uh queso dip now look i never heard about this number i'm just telling you it's, it's good stuff so so when but i mean who sits around and goes you know what we need a queso dip with a, with a beer base you know, how do you come up with that? Well, that goes along with more. Well, well, that's the other thing is the execution. You know, all the great plans don't matter if it's not executed properly. So, yeah, um, in, in conjunction with our LTOs for this uh, this time during the spring, it's really getting hot. So we like to lime time, lime it up, use Corona, you know, promote with Corona. But it's really a Corona beer base that really brings out that flavor. And then it's top, you know, with uh, roasted poblano peppers and everything. So really you get the cheese, you get a little beer, and you get a little of the the bite from the pepper. So it's it's been a really, really uh, good hit so far. And I had to make sure, Bob, that I ate all of it. This is what you do for us. You know, well, somebody's got to take one for the team. So since we got here at 1130, he was already eating. Yes, sir. You do all right. <laughs> we were here an hour and a half before the show. Kelly's already eating. It's called research. You he's finished. Well, he was yeah. It's called research. Yep. He had the napkin. He was wiping his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, only because I'm in public would I even use a napkin. But I'm just saying, this is research. How can I talk about how good this stuff is if I haven't tried it? Normally, just use whatever shirt you're wearing. Is that correct? And not this one, because I paid for this one. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's, that's the right. one. <laughs> that's the one. Really like that. so the restaurant, of course, is located in Midtown. And so for listeners in other parts of the state that maybe haven't been here or or just don't know about it. It's an extraordinary development that's taken place in mid-Hattiesburg, right across the street from the campus, a big five-star hotel, numerous restaurants, you know, patio, dining Yeah. But you guys were the first people to open here, were you not? Yes, sir. We were the very first ones February 22nd last year. So, uh... You know, we wanted to be the first to to uh, open our doors here, and uh, and we were, and it's been really successful. You know, the old the old timers, Bob, that go back to Swamis, we do remember where Elam Arms was, right? Right. So, so that's where this that's where we're sitting, right? Well, actually, I think Elam Arms would right have been here. just right across, just right across right. the street, but yeah. Right. 
This would be the, the West End of Elam Arms kind of, yeah. So, so what was it about this? Because at the time, I mean, it was a concept. But what was it about it that made you and your partner decide to be the first guys to jump in the water, so to speak? You know, we had been toying with uh, bringing uh, another uh, restaurant here, and the this was the only location we wanted in Hattiesburg. And not because there aren't other good locations, obviously, but... The, uh, with our fuzzy soccer shop, the atmosphere, the vibe, and everything, they really, really uh, do well with a college environment. So there's no other place to be right across from uh, Southern Miss. And, uh, you know, we're here for the games, whether it's baseball, you know, pregame before the college kids, you know, go do their other things at night. Uh, I'm sure studying along with some other things. But, always, yeah. yeah, they come pregame in here and then go do that and just, yeah. you know, have a good time. The library. The library. That's oh, right. Sorry. That's right. I like how the students have incorporated the term pregame. For pre everything, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> so, with your location, how important are Southern Miss athletic events for, for all of the businesses out there? Uh, yeah, for for all of us here, especially uh, you know, and for Fuzzy uh, as well. But the athletic events, the, the crowds, the the hype, everything uh, is very important. It's vital that you know, as Hattiesburg residents and you know, local communities and all come down to Sports Golden Eagles. And all the businesses right here in the Midtown area. I would think baseball is really good for you because you got a Friday night game, a Saturday okay. game, and after the game on Saturday. When the weather cooperates. Right. But, yeah, absolutely. And uh, baseball, uh, the baseball fans really seem to come here before the game. And then, you know, Saturday you'll get a few during the game and then after the game. So it's really been uh, welcome to open arms. Now, actually, I've been researching Fuzzy's Tacos knowing <laughs> that we were going to be here today. I've been researching Fuzzy since it opened last February. Right. And I also happen to know February. How you prep for this show. That's how, that's how <laughs> diligent I am in preparing for this show. The flavored margaritas. The watermelon is my favorite. Yeah. How do you get the flavors just right, though? Because I'm sure you get a choice when you, when you, you know. We do. Uh, strawberry happens to be my favorite. Okay. Uh, Got to try the watermelon. Just a little taste. But, yeah, we have, I mean, Killer. multiple passion fruit, mango. But, you know, I guess i got to give credit to our bartenders knowing just the right amount to do it uh, to get that flavor. It's not too sweet. And just, you know, it doesn't uh, kill out all the uh, alcohol. Not that anybody drinks for alcohol. Right. But, right. um you know, sometimes, yeah, just, just part of it. That's you know? right, that's right. And we also have our uh, a new bushwhacker that's now a frozen bushwhacker, which is a really a summertime, springtime, summertime beachy drink that's really been a, a huge hit. We just started this week, and uh, we ran out the first day. And more and more people are eating lighter, you know, so, uh, so you've got all sorts of different salads. Salads, yeah, vegetarian, vegetarian, vegetarian uh, options, uh, multiple uh, items where, yeah, you can eat light, you can eat heavy, the quesadillas, tacos, with multiple, multiple options, so. So it's Fuzzy's Taco Shop, but you, your menu is vastly wider than just tacos. Oh, yes, sir, absolutely. And and you don't even have to necessarily eat, Bob. You could just come in and have you ever drink. Have you that in your, during your research? <laughs> in the case? Well, again, I have to cover all angles. So it's a distinct possibility that I have Are to come in. Are you the reason he's now had a margarita or two? I'm to figure out how he found out we were here. <laughs> <laughs> Every research. time we show up anywhere, there he is. Research again. Especially if it's a restaurant. Yeah. You know, he's always there. With I thought it was just Tuesdays and Thursdays you were supposed to be on. Any day that ends in a Y, I'm usually at Fuzzy's at some point. Yeah, or, and we're very grateful for I have you some good soap will be back out in just a second for you to try. Thank you. Well, we want to thank you very much for having us down here. We're coming back, too, in a couple weeks. A couple weeks, first of May, yes, sir. We're looking forward to it, and uh, we appreciate uh, you having us. And want to encourage all of our Eagle Hour listeners, if you're in town, if you're in other parts of the state, if you're in town for a ball game, this is a great place to come 
before or after the game is very convenient to the campus. It's a great atmosphere. And Midtown, you know, Justin, did, did this develop as you had hoped when you first moved out here, being the Midtown development? Yeah, oh, absolutely. It's uh, it's actually exceeded our expectations. There's still more to be done. So now, you know, we're just uh, ready for all the folks to make their way from out west in here just a little bit farther and come support all the shops around here. Shops it has around. really changed the look of Hattiesburg. Absolutely. And uh, and a lot of people who, as as the growth has ventured west, a lot of people said, I, I kind of like what's downtown, but it's too far. I just, it, right. it's too far. And if I, you know, want to have... You know, a cocktail that's a little bit, you know, too far. So, so really, Midtown for a lot of people on the far west side has become downtown. You know, right across. I think that's right. You're you're absolutely right. I think that's right, and it's just such a great addition to the community and the location across the street from the campus. I believe enhances the university and certainly enhances all the athletic events that take place here. Absolutely. Students can walk here. I mean, or bicycle or do whatever. Are they students want. a big part of your business? Yes, sir. They they are students, faculty too. We do get a good bit of you'd be surprised the amount of faculty that walk across. But I mean that is one of the main things that you know, even on football games from a tailgating area, there's a, it's 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 not even a far walk. We say walking distance sometimes that may be a mile and a half, two miles, but it's it's not that it's literally right across the street. And I've seen a lot of people in, in scrubs, surgical scrubs, forest generals right yeah, on the yeah, right, right. Correct. Well yeah. just one last thing, if Kelly shows back up and says he's researching the show and asking for free stuff, give us a call. I, I definitely will. I and appreciate it. Thanks, Justin. Thanks, we appreciate guys. you being on the show, man. Justin Harris, everybody, one of the owners here at Fuzzy's Taco Shop. When we come back, his partner, Josh Hoffauer, is going to join us. Great baseball figure in Southern Miss baseball, right, Kelly? And he married, as it turns out, Kara Maddox, who was also an athlete at Southern Miss. Southern Miss power couple. Yeah, power there couple. you go. They're the, the J-Lo or whatever. Unfortunately, she didn't come. She couldn't come. Soccer player. What said uh, covered a lot of our stuff with WDA right. uh, early um, in there. But yeah, his brother Jared Hoffauer, second baseman, played for uh, St. Louis Cardinals. Really, really good. Team. He, he went pro after the uh, 04 season. Was on the 03 conference championship. There was some season. genetics at work there. Absolutely, Fidelia, Louisiana. Right. All right, we'll be right back. Josh joins the Eagle Hour when we come back live from Fuzzy's Taco on Hardy Street, right across from the Southern Miss campus. We'll be right back. Tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss. Back live at Fuzzy Tacos in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Michael Mergens, Luke Johnson, Kelly Sanner, and they have just brought us. Kelly, what is this? Oreo churros? More research. Yes, and also also the Sopapilla Bites with the apple butter tip. Yeah, you can't have one without the other. Michael, did you get one? 
I had, I've had a couple. A couple? Yeah. That'll be on. Yeah. Stop now. Why are you starting to doze off? Yeah. <laughs> Great atmosphere <laughs> today. It's Friday as we look around Fuzzy Taco Shop. A lot of Southern Miss uh, stuff on the walls and a lot of Southern Miss uh, T-shirts and hats. Great place to come. Make sure uh, in Hattiesburg, come see Fuzzy's Tacos. And Jordan, that's the co-owner, former Southern Miss baseball player, former Southern Miss baseball coach, Josh Hightower. Vidalia, Louisiana. Mm, What's up, buddy? Hey, not to appreciate you guys having me. Man, one of the things you guys got here, we were mentioning it. We were talking baseball and goofing off. The Masters is on, and you've got it up here. Some great TVs for people to be able to come and, and watch uh, sporting events. No, that's the objective. We want people to be able to come in and relax and have a chance to sit down and watch the sports. And, you know, if they choose, maybe have a little margarita or even a bushwhacker, which is on tap now. So, Your take on the Masters so far? Go Tiger. Are you a Tiger guy? I, I can't help but pull for him. I enjoy seeing greatness and anybody who says he's not the best of all time, outside of maybe arguably Nicholas, uh, they're probably lying to themselves. Uh, but, yes, I find myself pulling for Tiger to answer you. We were talking to head coach Eddie Brescher yesterday, and I think uh, we, we just asked, uh, what is it about Tiger? I think you asked him that, Kelly, about – Tiger being in a tournament, how it just kind of elevates interest and it elevates kind of everybody. Everybody's on the edge. Mm-hmm. You know, you found that to be true? Absolutely. I do. But, you know, of course, as I've gotten out of coaching now, I've become more of a golf guy, and I enjoy watching it as much as I do baseball now. It's crazy that sounds, but there's so many guys coming into the game now, young guys that are good and talented and, and have brought a, a new interest to it. Um, but it's like you always – go back, and when you see Tiger come to the stage and, and take the first tee box, it's always going to grab everybody's interest. And I think one thing that, that attracts people to Tiger, too, is they know, because he's been in the spotlight, that, man, the guy's flawed. You know, he's had some bumps in the road that we can all relate to. You know, I think it, it humanizes. Well, let's not get carried away there. No. I that we all relate to. <laughs> well, I, I certainly can. But, I mean, a lot of these younger guys are so robotic. Uh, and, and have what, you, what you see with this Tiger now, like yesterday, the... <laughs> The young Lee kid from China. Yeah, uh, I think it was on eight. He hits one. He almost holds it in for uh, for eagle. And Tiger's over there, and he gives him that little slider in, and he just says play through. Because Tiger had to pitch still, he just play yeah. through. And then you saw him at the end. He was uh, talking to uh, one of the reporters. They said, "Hey, you know, every time I've won this tournament, I've opened up with a seventy, and you get that little slider in. Mm-hmm. So you know, it, it's a. I think it's a more relaxed Tiger if that's possible. No, absolutely, so, seems to. So I miss baseball um, on the road this week at FIU. You uh, know it so on on, on both sides. Um, they're starting to hit the grind. Um, second place in conference right now. Uh, road. How difficult is that grind? You can speak to that. I know as a player and as a coach. Uh, I mean, it's a long season, obviously. And I think uh, one thing that that Coach Barry and his staff have done a great job of. If you look. You know, the history of their time there, they've always been really strong in the back half of the season, you know, and I, I would kind of expect them to continue to do that this year, you know, moving forward. I know, you know, the truth is the back half of the schedule is the most important part of the schedule, and, you know, they always seem to kind of find their stride late in the year, and I would expect they're probably going to do it again this year. Yeah. Now, Josh, you and your brother Jared, of course, or, or your dad, your dad John was a longtime baseball coach at the high school level in Louisiana. Uh, the pros and cons of having a hardcore coach like your dad was as a parent. 
I'm sure there are obviously some negatives as well as positives. How long do we have? <laughs> <laughs> and, and how much of you are your dad and his style? Oh, man, that's, uh, that's dangerous there. Kelly, you know that, right? Um, well, we know that all you guys have short. You know that I'm out of coaching for a reason, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a lot like my dad. Um, now, I mean, growing up in a household with a with a father that was um, a coach for so long, and obviously came with some different demands and some different pressure. I guess some people would say. Uh, I don't think we ever really looked at it as far as my brother and I are concerned, because uh, we didn't really know any different. Um, but. I wouldn't change any of it. Um, I think he was he was hard on us. He pushed us to to be successful, and and I hope that he didn't. You know, hope that people feel like he did a good job with it. And I think Jared's career obviously speaks for itself, and has done a great job, and he's still in the game and doing a great job over at PCF. Um, I enjoyed it for 38 years, um, and then I had to grow up and get into reality and get in the real world. And uh, you know, but I think a lot of the lessons learned from having a father that that's pushed along the way. You know, you carry over into the business or whatever else it was. About. Not only played at Southern Miss, coached at Pearl River Community College in, in Popperville, but in, in the times that you were coaching, Josh, mm-hmm. did you did you begin to see the evolution of the travel ball baseball player? Or base, you know, the, the, what I mean by that is kids softening that they they don't know how to compete. For, other coaches work. They don't know how to compete for positions mm-hmm. because mom and dad have always written that check to make sure they played travel ball, et cetera. I just want to get your thoughts. Did you ever see that? I'll tell you, Kelly, you know, and you always hear, and I hear coaches now talk a lot about it, you know, the kids have changed and and, and that sort of thing. And I couldn't disagree more. Truth is, is kids haven't changed. Kids are kids. Parents have changed, mm. you know, and, and that's a good point. Um, you know, I think uh, sometimes, and I may, probably may not should say this now, but, you know, parents a lot of times live in a false reality. You know, yeah, they do. and, and yeah. get involved in things they shouldn't get into because I can assure you as a coach and, and I'm probably speaking for a lot of coaches, they never go out with cool intentions of doing something negative to hurt a child. You know, that's not why they're in the business and not why they do what they do. Um, you know, have the kids changed a little bit? Maybe, but I think it's a result of the parents changing more so than anything else. So, I mean, kids are kids. It's our job as adults to push them in the right direction and teach them from right and wrong. And I think that's where we fail sometimes. Now, Karamatics, the, the former Karamatics, now your wife, Kara Hopower, you guys, as, as Luke described, one of Southern Miss's power couple. Yeah. <laughs> like J, J- Lo and, and uh, Ben, or what are they uh, called? Yeah. Was about, yeah. Now, don't, don't go there. Yeah, I yeah. can't remember yeah. what they called them, but. I just, just saved you, Kelly. Yeah. So, how did you, how did you meet Kara? And, uh, cause she, she later went on to have a media career at uh, WDAM before she got into the private sector. Uh, I met her here at Southern. Um, I transferred in here in my senior year and, and, and really didn't know anybody when I got here. I came from Louisiana and, uh, Northwestern uh, State in Natchitoches and, uh, John Carter. Right. Um, and she was here from Tampa and was on the soccer team. And it's, it's kind of a funny story and I'll, I'll make it a, a short one, but we were in a uh, speech class and, uh, I'm not supposed to say this, but I had a friend of mine help me with my speech. Um, it may have cost me a little bit of cash. For him to help me write it, um, so I show up the next day for the limitation. Yeah, that's your limitation. Yeah, you're good. I show up uh, to class the next day and start reading the the speech. And my wife was a soccer player, obviously, and there was about nine soccer players in that class. So as I'm starting the speech, of course, in typical half hour fashion, I didn't prepare for it or anything. I show up and just gonna go read and uh, stand up in front of the class, and the entire speech is about anti-Title IX and how it's terrible for college athletics. 
So needless to say, you saw, uh, you saw uh, and, uh, the whole universe explode yeah, where you're at. It was a terrible deal. And, you know, I planned on trying to ask her out. And, of course, it took a little longer for that to wear off. But uh, it eventually worked out for me. And now, you know, 20 years later, I try to remind her how lucky she is every day. <laughs> no one's going to believe that either. Your, uh, your brother came in, man, an outstanding career. And you think about um, between, you know, your time as a player and as a coach, where where we really started seeing Southern Miss go to the next level. Mm-hmm. Post the regional in 03, um, you were part of some, some good teams. Uh, 19 years later, mm-hmm. it's pretty amazing how far it's come. It? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I think it's a credit to, you know, Hill Benson and, and Porky Palmer, and, you know, and now it's fed into Scott Berry, and those guys have done a tremendous job of, of keeping the program not just moving but moving forward. Um, and I think it's something that all of us as ex-players are proud of. We'd be wrong if we didn't ask you, do you got a quirky story you want to tell us? <laughs> uh, better not. Okay. <laughs> but you're coaching now, again, Josh, albeit you're coaching your son's 9- uh, and 10-year-old baseball yes. team, you and Paul Mahalam and some of the other guys that have played the game at a high level. How are you enjoying that? Because <laughs> that's uh, stressful, can it? Yeah, it's different. Um, it's definitely a little different. I have to catch myself. Of course, as you know, Kelly, I, I, I tend to get loud and fiery sometimes on the field. Um, to a fault sometimes, and and uh, you know I have to really tone it back with the eleven year old kids. I find my son not wanting to talk to me for days at a time, and I'm like, God, oh, geez, here I go. I'm doing the same thing I was when I was eleven years old. Does, uh, does he know about the Hoffauer Maddox thing, or have you always just been mom and dad? We're mom and dad, one hundred percent. Does he know anything about the Hoffauer no, Maddox? As far thing? as he knows, he doesn't even know that his dad even played baseball. <laughs> Well, look, we learned from Reggie Collier this week, don't show any footage to your children. Or as I'll say, hey, Dad, you've changed a lot. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. And he only thinks that you never played baseball because he's seen you hit fungo. Hey, watch it now. This guy can't can't even hit fungo. What was was he doing? But, uh, Josh, this is co-owner here at Fuzzies. Uh, It's a great place, man. This is uh, amazing how this this area of town has taken off. And uh, you guys got something for everybody. I mean, these brisket nachos that I just had. They were off the chain, man. Did you get the hot sauce on them? Yeah, yeah, but it was the medium. It's the burning, but it, it's medium because I would be in trouble if, if I didn't. But, hey, man, thanks for joining us. Thanks appreciate for letting us you guys. come out here today. We really appreciate yeah. it. Now, we'll uh, be back after uh, this. going to talk about Conference USA Baseball this weekend, and uh, we'll make some picks, and Kelly should get them all right. More on the Eagle Hour right after this. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Get ready to wrap things up here from Fuzzy's Taco Shop on Hardy Street, Midtown Hattiesburg. Guys, on a, Mike, I'll start with you. A scale of one to ten, this has been about a ten in fun, has it not? Eleven point five, maybe. Well, it's really awesome. I mean, we're looking at campus. Campus yeah. is right here. 
Um, Kelly has thoroughly researched the SOPA PMI <laughs> and can give us a glaring review. I don't should have he, a PhD in it. He wasn't paying attention. He just kept grabbing one. I'm watching and talking. I'm like, dude. Let me just say this. No, three other guys here. No need for dishwashers at Fuzzy Talks. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Not when I'm around. I need a nap. All right. Really conference USA nap. Baseball. Uh, let's look at it real quickly. Florida Atlantic leading the conference. 11-1 in conference play. 23-9. USM is second, twenty and nine overall, twenty and ten overall, ten and two in the conference. Louisiana Tech, twenty two and ten, eight and four in the conference. And I point out those three guys because Louisiana Tech plays Florida Atlantic this weekend. If Southern Miss can go take care of business, uh, which they should, at Florida International. We could be talking about a, a different alignment at the top of the conference come Monday. Yeah, the scary words, though, as they oh, said. No, we said that a couple of weeks ago when they went to San Antonio. Right. You know, so the, the thing that just has driven me nuts about this baseball team is the inconsistency. You but know? They had the opportunity. Oh, for sure. This weekend, they had yeah. the opportunity. Well, you see, the Tech's been 7-1 and one in conference since they were swept by the Eagles. Well, so, I, I think the, it's in Boca Raton, though. Don't know? So, yeah. I, I think FAU probably get them two out of three, but I'm, I'm a texture. Go Bulldogs. You just don't know. Western Kentucky's at Marshall this weekend. That's another big series. That is a big series because Western Kentucky sits right behind Louisiana Tech. Right. So those are your four top ten. UAB is at Middle Tennessee. And that brings – I wanted to ask you about this, Kelly. I'm a big fan of the UAB head coach. He's been there a long time. But, you know, they're they're dead last in the conference, 15 and 19, 2 and 10. Great facility, really, in downtown Birmingham. You have to wonder if the end of that regime may not be close. Wow. that's Well, because they've been so consistent, everybody's doing mulligan, mm-hmm. you know, and, and a lot of these coaches have shown, you know, dedication over the years. Baseball's a little bit different than football. Shoop's not going anywhere. Yeah. If you lose Shoop, you lose Ron Polk. Well, that ain't happening. Yeah, there you go. That's a good point. Uh, Rice is at Charlotte Rice. Rice, just not the rice of old. And I'm not sure that rice ever will be. Why? You know, again, uh, that's a tough, and, and rice is a, it's obviously been done before, but rice is a tough place, place to recruit because of their high academic, you know, standards that they have. Words, they and I would have never gotten in. Not a chance. They're on the road, which means they actually might win. They've lost like their last two or three home series. Here's the series of the weekend, guys. Tech at Florida Atlantic. Coach oh, yeah. Coach Mack, I, Coach Mack has done an extraordinary job down there, but I just I think Southern Miss has to has to want Louisiana Tech to do it. Uh, it's going to be hard for the Eagles to sweep on the road. You got to win two out of three, um, and if Florida Atlantic were to sweep, then you probably are two games back now. So it's a big, big series for Southern Miss fans to keep their eyes on this weekend. The series at Florida Atlantic, yeah, absolutely. But, of course, the Eagles have to take care of their business. Yeah, or it doesn't matter. Sometimes you can get so preoccupied well, with what's going on over here that you're not tending to your own meeting. Right. You know? Florida Atlantic, you're right, great coach, really nice guys. Been on the show a couple times. Uh, great kids. You and I sat with some of their ball players last year during the conference. They were riot. It was great. They were so much fun. Uh, so you, I have become a, a Florida Atlantic fan from a distance, but this weekend you have to be, you have to be rooting for Louisiana Tech. So our uh, Conference USA has three teams inside the top 70. Uh, Southern Miss at 42, Tech a little back, FAU's in the mid-60s. So Tech and FAU's RPI will increase this weekend because of because of who they're playing. Old Dominion is at Texas San Antonio. We know pretty well about the bird path, don't we, Kelly? Right down at San Antonio, they, they took care of 
Southern Miss a couple of weeks ago. All right, then there's Southern Miss at Florida International. So let's go around the table. Let's start with you, Kelly Center. What do the Eagles have to do to win this thing? Well, I noticed in the last couple of games uh, in, this, in the series last weekend, obviously they put up a lot of runs, which always helps take pressure off the pitching, which has been a little bit inconsistent, and it takes the pressure off the defense, which exactly hasn't been where it needed to be. But defensively, the last couple of games, Southern Miss has taken care of the baseball um, a little bit better. A little bit, little bit uh, pinky on the road. So I, it's really tough for me to call. I'd love, love to see, obviously, Southern Miss keep it going. But uh, like we've said, it's tough. tough to got a score tonight. Logan Allen, a lefty. Uh, 72 strikeouts in like 46 innings. He's got a 1.4 ADRA for FIU. Pitching really well. Pitching really well. But at the same time, you look at how the Eagles pitching has struggled the last few weeks. Florida Atlantic only hitting 230 as a club. So it might be this is the weekend the pitching can get get their feet back under them. Speaking of hitting, do you guys know who the number one batting average belongs to in Conference USA right now? Brian Bowen? Yeah, 400 on the season. Yeah, at that level... I mean, high school, that's really good at the high school level. Mm-hmm. But to do that at the, the next level is pretty remarkable. It's pretty phenomenal, isn't it? There you go. All right, well, look, that's going to wrap it up here from Fuzzy's Taco Shop. Michael, are you full? Yeah. No, he's half asleep over here. I'm about <laughs> right. an hour. I'm good. I'm ready to go. And, Kelly, you're ready for a nap, aren't you? More research. More all about research. research. <laughs> hey, we look forward to being back here in a couple of weeks. We thank everybody for listening, as always. And I want to remind everybody, until we talk to you next time, Southern Miss to the top. Time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping into the future. Time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping into the future. Talk Mississippi Media Production.